Thank you for tuning in. We'll get to your program right after this short word from our sponsor. Balance Virtually provides full-service financial planning services for small businesses, nonprofits, and startups. We can help you manage your monthly reporting, bank and credit card reconciliations, budget and forecasting, payroll services, and much more. To schedule a consultation with a certified public accountant with over 16 years of experience helping people like you, visit balancevirtually.com. Balance Virtually, your locally owned full-service financial planning service company. Welcome to the Veronica Edwards Show, where we have fun financial conversations that everyone listening can apply to their personal and professional life. I'm your host, Veronica Edwards, and I'm excited to be back here on bizradio.us for season two. So I just want to thank all the listeners. We are approaching um, 2,000 downloads, and we're just continuing to grow on Instagram and on Facebook. So I just want to thank everybody for following us. And you can also download prior shows at veronicaedwards.buzzsprout.com. But let's jump into today's show because I'm super excited to have today's guest. Uh, Today's guest is the owner of Graywood Doula Services. And I had the privilege of having this guest as my student in the Mountain BizWorks Financial Tools class that I'm always talking about. Um, She definitely stood out as a star student, you know, being very well versed in business and an amazing teacher, peer teacher for the class, just providing her own personal experiences that really added value to the class. And I appreciated her so much. So without further ado, I'd like to introduce today's guest, Miss Corey Graywood. Welcome, Corey. Oh, thanks, Veronica. I'm so glad to be here. Thank you so much for accepting. A lot of times when I tell people, I want you to be on my show, they're like, I don't know if I want to hear myself. So thank you. I know this is your first time and I know you're going to be amazing. Thank you for trusting me. Oh, of course. And I have been listening to the show ever since the class. So it's been great. And I love listening to all the guests that you've had on so far. So I'm honored to be here. Oh, thank you so much. Well, Corey, we'll jump in. So I always start the show asking the guests about yourself. Tell us where you're from and how you made it to Western North Carolina. Okay. Um, So I grew up outside of Charlotte in a very small town called Waxhaw. Um, Most people don't know where it is. So I say Charlotte. I'm familiar with Waxhaw because I went to UNC Charlotte. So I know all those Indian Trail, Waxhaw, all that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, well, and it's getting bigger now because Charlotte's like pushing out. Yes. So when I was there, it was very small. Um, we lived pretty far out. Um, so grew up there. And then I moved in 2001 to Silva, where Western Carolina is, mm-hmm. and attended um, Western Carolina. Go Catamounts. Mm-hmm. Um, And I lived there until 2008, Um, did some traveling, and then ended up back in Charlotte for a little while. Um, Not the place for me. I love Uh the mountains. And so I actually um, reconnected with my husband. We went to middle school and high school together. So we reconnected after our 10-year high school reunion. I know. Um, So... (laughs) He um, had just moved to Asheville from Boone because he went to App. And so he had just moved here. And so I moved back to Asheville and we have been together ever since, which is now 11 years. We just celebrated five years of marriage a couple weeks ago. Congratulations. That's a big deal. Thanks. It is. You know, we it's uh, 
marriage is definitely, um, you know, it's wonderful and it has its challenges, but it's amazing. And he's definitely my soulmate. So I feel honored to be married to him. <laughs> oh, let's let's uh, give him a shout out. What's your husband's name? Josh. Hey, Josh. We love you. <laughs> <laughs> and he and I have two beautiful little babies, which yeah. they're not necessarily babies, but um, <laughs> we have a three-year-old and a one-year-old, um, two boys. Uh-huh. And... Yeah, we just, we love raising our kids here in Western North Carolina and chasing kids, keeping us on our toes. I mean, you have a seven-year-old, so you're, oh, you yeah. know what it's like. <laughs> Absolutely. And I can definitely echo with you because we have similarities with her. I lived in Charlotte. I went to UNC Charlotte, lived there for eight years. My in-laws live there. I love it. But at the same time, not for me anymore. Mm-hmm. And now being older with children, it's just an amazing place to raise your children in Western North Carolina in the mountains. So that leads me into now that you telling us that you have a three-year-old and a one-year-old, are they your inspiration for starting your doula services company? And how has that journey been for you starting a business in the last few years? So yeah, they, I like got inspired um, after I had my first son. So just over three years ago, Um, We had an amazing doula for both mine. Shout out to Kelly. We love Kelly, our amazing doula. Um, And, you know, I am a person who's always really prepped for everything. So I read all the books and I was like, Mm -hmm. you know, as you do when you're pregnant. Um, But I didn't really think about postpartum. I was just like, oh, like we're going to, we're just going to have a baby and it's just going to work. Yes. You know. I don't, I didn't think about the lack of sleep and the hormones and all that. Um, and so we kind of just ended up with needing a lot more support than we initially thought. Um, and some, not major health issues by any means, but just some things that had come up with our oldest, um, that mm-hmm. like threw a wrench into our plan. So I had always, we both, my husband and I both worked in hospitality pre-pandemic, Mm -hmm. Um, but we didn't, we always knew that's not necessarily what we wanted to do once we had kids. Right. You know, who wants to be a bartender working really late at night when you have kids at home? And it's just Um, a grind. It just seems like nobody ever closes. So you're working all the time. Yeah. And you know, I loved it. I love customer service. I love talking to people. Um, but it was not something that I could see me doing while also having a family and raising kids. Right. Um, So we both lost our jobs during the pandemic anyways. So that kind of, um, and my son was four months old. Yeah. So we were new parents, jobless, and we kind of were like, what do we want to do? And I was like, I really think more people need to do doula work. Like Mm -hmm. this is what people said. And you said you had a doula, right? I did. And if Corey, if you don't mind stating to take it back a second, what is a doula? Because sometimes people get doulas confused with midwives. That's a great question. Um, Thank you for bringing that up. So doulas do not do medical, um, anything medical based um, that's outside of our scope of practice, but we are there to provide emotional support, physical support, information and advocacy Um, to help you preserve the memory. We're kind of the gatekeepers to your birth story or to your postpartum journey. Mm -hmm. And really we just help you find the strength that's already in you to make it through. If you're a birth doula to make it through birth, 
Um, and then in postpartum to really just help with things like, um, as we talked about just a second ago with like the bath and just, is this normal? Cause you know, people go down the Google rabbit hole all the uh-huh. time. And when you have a new baby, even more. <laughs> yes. So we're just really there to help you, um, with questions and concerns afterwards. And that's where my, um, focus is. I do postpartum work. Um, so I go in once people are home from the hospital usually, and I help with, um, breastfeeding. Um, I help with pumping and bottle feeding, just figuring out like ways to function in your house with all the new babies. Because <laughs> <laughs> babies come with a lot of stuff. Um, and you know, Corey, I had no idea. Cause I have a cousin that's a doula. Like you stated, I had a doula for my son. I was blessed enough that the hospital provided that option at a very low cost. I think it was like $250, but that doula was there that last trimester and she was there for birth, but not after. So I just assumed doulas just help you labor. Like you said, help you push through. I was able to have my son naturally, but I love this part of, I had no idea that there's postpartum doulas, which is very important because I was 33 when I had my son, never held a baby, never gave a baby a bath. I had no clue what to do. And your partner was probably that way too. Exactly. Didn't know. Um, And it's one of those things where it was needed before, but I think especially with the pandemic, now Mm -hmm. people are even more divided um, because of the pandemic and travel. And especially during the actual, like when it was really running rampant. Mm -hmm. Um, So you have less support and, you know, Years and years ago, people lived in village settings where you, your grandma, your aunts, your cousins, everyone helped you. And we don't have that here. Um, Right. So you need that. You need support from someone. And um, so we really just try to go in and make sure, you know, letting parents rest, take a nap, take a Mm. shower. Bless you. (laughs) (laughs) You know, those things that like, it can be so hard with a baby who's brand new to like come in and like you just you just don't know what to do and you're just exhausted and you've been up all night and it's you know just having someone there that you trust who has um, gone through this and has experience in this and can just help you rest refresh heal and um, you know just kind of help guide you along those first usually we go to like the first 12 weeks which is you know, postpartum, fourth trimester, the first 12 weeks, but really mm-hmm. you're postpartum the rest of your life. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, but so, yeah, that's kind of what we, where we go in and do it. Um, and it's great. I love to, you know, just talk to people about different things, their fears, their concerns, help them unpack what happened for their birth um, and all that. So. So, Corey, what would, you, what would you say is like the most common things a lot of parents, they just don't know that you typically assist with? I know you said breastfeeding and just functioning and all that, but is there a consistent thing that you see every time where parents are just struggling just to help the listeners that might be new parents to realize like you're not alone, like this is totally no- normal for you not mm-hmm. to know or to struggle with? Oh, that's such a great question. Um, well, feeding in general, whether you do it, um, whether you breastfeed or chest feed, um, or use a bottle, um, and use formula or a combination in and of both of those things, mm-hmm. you know, it's every couple of hours at the beginning. Yes. <laughs> and, 
And so no matter which way you do it, you're up. And then, you know, babies don't come out and sleep for six hours at a time. So people think that something's wrong because their baby's only sleeping for, a, you know, an hour here or there. But if you think about it, if it takes 20 to 30 minutes to feed a baby uh-huh. and they need to feed again and two hours, there's not a lot of time after you change a diaper and all that. So, you know, and it gets better every, you know, it takes a little bit of time and every baby gets more food and it just kind of gets to the point where it's going to sleep longer and longer and you get more and more sleep. Um, And then also I think the other thing is um, that they're not as fragile as we all think they are. (laughs) <laughs> yes. Someone told me, you can't break your baby. They'll be fine. I'm like, sure I can. They're like, stop it. <laughs> yeah. Well, and if you ever watch like the nurses in the hospital with your baby, like they almost like throw it around like it's a rat. <laughs> That's true. Because they've done it so many times. Mm-hmm. So it's very different where a, um, you know, and I, it, it's totally understandable. You just grew this baby, you know, you've been waiting nine months, 10 months to meet it and mm-hmm. they're teeny tiny and they're so cute and so fragile, but they're, they're also not. <laughs> so <laughs> it's interesting always when people see, you know, like they'll, I'll be holding the baby and doing something and they're like, oh my gosh, like you're, you just like did that. And I'm like, yeah, cause yeah. they're, <laughs> they're, I'm not going to break it. <laughs> and that's also just that in itself is nice to have somebody that can come in to reassure you because I know on top of being tired, I didn't sleep a lot because I'm nervous. Like, okay, is the baby breathing? I want to make sure everything's okay. If, what if I don't hear the baby? So I laugh at what you said about taking a shower because that would be the time to myself. I would take like 30 to 45 minute showers after I had my son just so I can have time to myself and to relax. Yeah, and it's so, I mean, even not after a baby, a shower is so refreshing to someone and can reset so much. And it is your moment to just, you know, sit under the water and refresh. So, excuse me. Um, So it's much better when you can, like, do that when you've had just a really hard night and you're just tired and, you know, Mm -hmm. you can go in there and just have a moment. And if you go in there and cry the whole time, you go in there and cry the whole time and that's okay. Girl, I've had that. I definitely have had that. And then I still come out refreshed. I get my life together, but yeah, you need those moments of just, okay, this, my whole life has changed, you know, and I still need to have a a little bit of peace of me. So now I know Corey, you mentioned that since the pandemic, you started this business. So that's been about Mm -hmm. two, three years now. What would you say, because we always provide different tips and jewels to the listeners, what would you say is the biggest lesson that you've learned these first few years of business that if you would have known back then, you'd be like, oh, I definitely should have done this or I'm glad I did this because the listeners, a lot of times they're right on the cusp of being business owners or they are business owners and would appreciate any type of jewels that you have to be successful. So it's so funny The I got trained. Um, I did, I did do birth training, even though that's not where I was going to focus. And I did, and then postpartum training, but I just kept waiting and waiting and waiting to like officially start the business because I got (laughs) stuck on naming the business Veronica. Oh, a lot of people do. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I needed to have the fanciest name. I needed to like do all these, you know, 
whatever you think that for whatever service you're providing, <laughs> you have to have the perfect name. Yes. And so I was like, well, I can't do any of the paperwork until I get a name. So I just can't do anything like can't start the business until you have a name. And um, I finally just decided that I wanted to have something where my business could expand. So instead of just focusing on postpartum in the name, uh-huh. I went with doula services and um, a fun little side note, my husband and I, when we got married, we made our own last name. So Graywood is our what? last name. You guys made your own last name? That's cool. Yeah. So his last name was Gray and my last name was Woodall. So we just combined them together and oh my gosh. legally became the Graywoods. Um, and so there was a lot that went into us. I mean, there's a lot going into naming your child anyways. Sure. And um, it takes a long time and all that. So once I really started, I was like, I'm putting too much pressure on naming this business when we already have the name. Like, it's the yeah. name that we, you know, it's us. And um, even though he's not a doula, he is my biggest support and my biggest cheerleader in the background. Of course. So, of, that's so funny that you said that because so many people say that, like, I got to get the right name or I don't have these little things set up. And I'm like, just do it. You know, like it's yep. never going to be a good time. So I'm glad that you pulled that bandit. So I guess that jewel would be just do it. You know, like don't well, wait on it. Just move forward. Correct. And just like you said, it's never going to be the right time. It's just like having a baby. There's yes. never just the perfect time to have a baby. Or to get so, married. I've known people engaged yeah. for four years and they're like, well, once this happens, I'm like, all that's going to blow up when you get married. Like everything changes all the time. Yeah. I mean, look at the pandemic. How many people... <laughs> Probably waited for years to get married and then the pandemic happened. Yes. So now, Corey, are you currently taking any clients and how can people get in contact with you to learn more about your services? So, yeah, I am taking clients for the end of February. I'm booked um, through, I know this will air a little bit later, but I'm Mm -hmm. booked all through the winter mostly. Um, So February due dates, which is kind of how we book it from your due date on. Um, so the middle of February and on, I'm taking clients, um, and everyone's postpartum needs are different. So, you know, it's worth asking if I'm available, even, you know, who knows if you only want one day a week or three days a week or whatever. Um, and I, graywooddoula.com or graywooddoula at gmail.com is my email. Um, graywooddoula.com is my website. And, um, you know, just send me an email. I love to do little Zoom chats or meet with coffee with potential clients. And just, you know, everyone needs to have the doula that's right for them. And I might not be that doula. Uh But, you know, having just a little quick conversation just to kind of see what their needs are and to make sure that the personalities match and that I'm the person you want me in your most vulnerable time you want to make sure you like the person who is going to be there. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Cause it was so funny. Cause with my doula experience, I was like kicking my husband out the way. I'm like, I want my doula. Cause she just <laughs> got it and she was making me comfortable and she knew what to do. So he was totally fine with that. You know, like he was like, I will let you do whatever you need. And I love that you're not pushing your business on anyone. Like you're like, Hey, it's all about the right fit, which it should be in all businesses, but especially that intimate, like you said. So I love that you're open to having a chat. Let's meet face to face or even on Zoom, however that works, just so that person knows 
okay, this is the person I might potentially be spending the next 12 weeks with in some form or fashion. And I want to make sure I'm comfortable. Yeah. And I mean, like, you know, if you're breastfeeding, I'm going to see your breast and, like, <laughs> you know, so, and there's things that like, you want me to be comfortable. You want to be comfortable with me because you're, you're at a very vulnerable, tired, uh -huh. exhausted, you know, place. And so it's important for, you know, you and your partner, whoever that is, if it's um, your life partner or, you know, your sister who might be there for you or your best friend, uh -huh. um, you know, having whoever to come and be there and make sure that we're the right fit for that person. So. Well, just like that, Corey, we're to the end of the show. I told you it will fly by. And prior to the show, I told Corey she might become our in-house resident doula. I have a, a health and wellness coach that comes on quarterly. I have a monthly CPA chat. And this is very important to me. I also have um, a client, Sisters Caring for Sisters, and they're doulas. Um, they're all African-American, and they serve communities where typically, like you said, um, I love Corey, um, but my doula was African-American as well. And it was important for me to share that experience with someone that kind of looked like me. And, and because there's, which, Corey, we could talk about another show, so many issues, especially with African-American women dying at childbirth. Yeah. Um, you know, and needing someone to be an advocate for me. I know I wouldn't have been able to have my child naturally if it wasn't for that doula. So I just thank you, Corey. Like you're doing God's work. You know, I don't take that lightly. Like you're helping. Um, I know you're not the birthing doula, but you're still, it's very a fragile time, that postpartum time where anything can happen to a child. So I just thank you for doing that and making the time to come on today and having the courage to step out on faith to start this business because it's very important for the community. Oh, well, thank you for saying that. And I love sisters caring for sisters. I'm so glad you got to work with them. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. Well, thank you again. And I want to thank all the listeners for tuning in to bizradio.us. Please come back next week, same time, same place, 10 a.m. on Wednesdays for the Veronica Edwards Show. And if you miss the live airing, you can listen to all prior shows at veronicaedwards.buzzsprout.com. Thank you for listening. If you liked what you just heard, be sure to subscribe to the podcast and be sure to visit bizradio.us to find hundreds of other engaging conversations, local events, and more.